What's going on, everybody? It is Coach. Why am I so close? <laughs> What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams, and I'm back in here uh, with the Free Agent Lifestyle Show. I'm all messed up now. Anyway, man, you're listening to the smooth sounds of Coach Greg Adams on the wave 90.3, 98.3. Anyway, this is the wake up show, part of the Free Agent Lifestyle podcast. Here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel, am I ready to go? Yes, we are, man. Do me a favor. Welcome to the show. This is the best edutainment show here on YouTube. This is going to be some vital information. I got three great stories for you. So sit down, relax, grab a seat, get some coffee, hot chocolate, or whatever you need to do. And we're going to show you a little bit about this. This story is literally going to, I'm not going to put much emphasis on the woman's actions on the last story, the main event. It's what men do and why you guys keep getting finessed in this family courtroom. All right. Shout out to you. So appreciate y'all for doing this. Getting let's get started in the building, man. We got the WW3 potentially going on. We got the C19 disappearing. All right. It's all kind of going. Where is it? I don't know. You don't need this. You don't need that. Don't worry about this. Don't worry about that. All right. What a world, man. But the best thing you can do is become a free agent. Anyway, shout out to Coach Junior. He says, equal rights, equal fights. Get that Jasmine Rice in here. We're going to say, hey, we got it. Has <laughs> anybody here been in a divorce? <laughs> uh, by the way, Generation Z is taking all of this with a grain of salt. All right. They don't know what's about to hit them if it goes wrong. Anyway, shout out to you. Warhammer says, many Many choose, wait, many to choose from, but I choose to be a free agent. This is what we're doing today. We choose to be free agent. The free agent lifestyle is the way to go. It is the cheat code. It is the recipe for life. If you get this early on, you might be able to not step in a pile of dung on your way to the top. Shout out to Stormy is back and he's a member. My beard is looking a little disheveled today, but it's Friday. I don't care. All right. I don't care. Anyway. Let's get into uh, one of the first things that uh, let me get into the first story. Uh, let me see if I can get a banner up for this one for my editors. My editors, man, they be putting in work around there. All right. So let me see something here. Oh, here we go. When money comes into the community. All right. We hear a lot about monies that need to come into the community and all of these things. And I've basically debunked uh, this need for reparations and i've tried to uh warn young men hey man uh fast money is no way to go relax don't try to swindle the system many times these systems set traps for you to try to get this fast money and i told you guys um also i said um during the pandemic i have several llc's registered in which i could have gotten some of this covid money all right i could have gotten some of this money and i said you know what i'm not even going to participate in getting this type of money because i think it's a setup. It's a setup for most people. Um, people were saying it's free money. It's a loan. It's a loan that they'll wave off after a certain amount of time. And I was like, no, 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 no. Because I think they're going to uh, they're gonna set a lot of people up. They're going to set a lot of people up. And let's go ahead and review the first story here. In Brooklyn, New York, shout out to Brooklyn. Is Brooklyn in the house? Yo, Sean, you know what I'm saying around here in New York City, Sean. Step into the cypher and let's roll a blunt. Let's roll a fat blunt around here. The PPP loan scams. Guys, I don't know if you know, they're coming after people. They're coming after you. And they said there's some something like $80 billion. 
I believe it's $80 billion that have been scammed from the PPP system. All right. And here it is right here. Brook, the Brooklyn Wu Gang members swiped $4 million in COVID relief funds, says the feds. Now, I don't know if you guys know this. This is an edutainment show. Once the Fed pushes charges on you, it's almost going to be a slam dunk. They have something like a 96%, 98% conviction rate. All right. So once you get some Fed charges, it's about to be a wrap. It's about to be a rap ski. And unfortunately, young men in the community are so pressed for getting money because they think this is going to be their best years to get money. But it's not. And unfortunately, this money ends up being short money and you ended up being in jail. All right. So they don't got money. Nearly a dozen men. All right. Um, let's see if we can play this video here. Um, it says right here, 11 gang members associated with the Wu gang. Look at them. Oh, what is this what gang bangers look like? I, I don't want to say. I don't want to say. Uh, but here we go. Uh, this is definitely what gang members didn't look like in my day. All right. Let me go ahead and blow this up. But I won't say. Uh, you know, they look a little different these days. This is it's a different generation. All right. It's a different generation. It says right here, 11 members associated with the Wu gang in Brooklyn were charged Thursday for allegedly stealing more than four four million dollars in the COVID relief. Um, here it is right there. You see, they got their swag on and they're in there. They have a Maybach right there. Uh, he's crispy. Look at the waves. All right. He wavy. And they're showing all of stuff. The suspects use personal information from 800 people to submit unemployed, 800 people to submit unemployment claims worth $20 million. Wow, they were busy, boy. They, they were busy. They don't even need to run the block no more. But here we go. A lot of the young guys uh, that probably followed these people on Instagram wanted to know how they got the money, all right, and why were they so successful and you felt bad about yourself. and. Uh, you know, there was no reason for you to feel bad. In total, they racked in, they raked in $4.3 million between March 2020 and October 20 and 21. Now, did they buy property in the community? Did they help build up the community? No, what I told you. Nope. When money comes into the community, it will be used illegally, all right? And so, oh, they seemingly made references to the scam in the music video for a song called Trapping with the lyrics, unemployment got us working a lot. <laughs> oh, not only that, not only will the money not be used for good deeds, you'll tell on yourself. You know, I always said the crime rate's going to go up when money, there's an influx of money in the community. This is just sad. Yeah, they had to do the cell phone money picture, you know. You know, this is, oh man, a generation of men. This is sad. This is, this is sad, man. So here we go right here. A couple more things that I wanted to talk about here. They 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 boosted four million dollars. Uh, Eleven suspects, nine of whom live in Brooklyn, um, right here. Eleven gang members. They got them all here on Instagram. They went and shared it on Instagram again. If you watch the movie American Gangster or the movie, um, uh, the Goodfellas, they told you once you start getting money like this, don't show it off. Don't buy new things. Okay, that was one of the biggest rules in the movie. Uh, American Gangster with Denzel Washington. Don't buy anything new. Don't buy anything new. Okay. Um, but no, they had to go all, all out, balls out. Hey, guys, young men, young men like this, unless your father passed this money down, 
there's no reason for you to have money like this. You know what I mean? There's no reason for you to have money like this. So you're going to look, look at this. Look, look, you're going to stick out like a sore thumb. Wait till them reparation checks come. He says, turn into a hobo when you got money. Yeah, turn into a hobo when you get money. Go, you got to go ghost. Here it is right here. Happy Woo Day, my effing blood brothers. Anything go up for you? I don't know what's going on there. I can't understand the language there. Look at this. Look, look. <laughs> when the reparation checks come in. <laughs> oh, God. Jeez. And so they told him themselves, you know what I mean? They oh no, he coming out shopping with a bag full of money. Yo, tell me this isn't right. Is this real? Is this real? I don't know much about this, but I think they made some rap videos and some stuff on YouTube. I think they might have broadcasted it on YouTube right here. The feds recover messages sent by uh one John Pierre at, on an encrypted message app to a person identified as skyscraper who sold him the information. Oh no. What a sad thing, man. What a sad story for brothers, man. I feel bad for you young men because you young men want money to come in fast like this. You guys going to go to prison. So chill out. All right. Chill out. I would I would hope. And this is for the elders of the community. Gen X. I want you Gen X people to listen up and you baby boomers sitting around making videos about reparations of what they owe. Uh, when the checks come in and the young brothers get it, they're going to scam you out of it. All right. Mm. They're gonna they're gonna scam you out of it. You know what I mean? There ain't gonna be no, oh, we just gonna have money and wealth and we're gonna build up our no, nah, no. Nah. So don't even wish for that type of money to come in. It's gonna be a disaster. All right, next story right here. I just I just feel sad. Do me a favor. His girl ran her mouth. Of course, of course. Uh, uh somebody said the girl ran her mouth. Uh, allegedly, I'm not sure. Of course, you, you get girls in there and the girls start talking. Unbelievable. I always said, you don't want this reparation. It will be a bad, it would be doomed for the community when stuff happens like that. That's crazy. And who did they give the money back? Here it goes, Nocturnal Drive, giving right back to the jewelers and the car, car dealers. So there, there you go right there. I mean, this is, this is a le- literally a precursor to what y'all are asking for. What did they do with the money? Louis Vuitton, Maybach. My back, whatever you want to call it, Mercedes Benz, hat, jewelers. All right. There's the bucket hat. <laughs> There's the nice sunglasses. Where did the money go? Did it go to the hood? Did it go to the community? Nope. Lamborghini truck right there. What is that? I can't tell if that's a BMW i8. Where did it go? Right there to the shopping mall. That's where it went back. There, the Lamborghini truck. It didn't go back to the hood. You figure, you figure people will be conscious enough to say, let's put the money back in the hood. Nope. Just crazy. <laughs> he says, I've been listening to Tariq Nasheed. I haven't. I haven't. It's hard for me to listen to some of these people, man. I haven't listened to them. I'm listening. I'm looking. I form my own opinions. All right. It's not that hard to figure it out. It's not that hard to figure it out. Anyway, uh, let's do a couple more super chats and get to the next story. This next story is a big warning for you guys because this is going to happen. Shout out to uh, Simon Small. In here, speaking my mind, says waiting on that free agent Starbucks coffee cup. That's got to come through. Yes, indeed. George Alvarado, post-nut clarity is real. So why can't post-marriage clarity hit as hard? Uh, Because we're hopeful. We're hopeful. When you hear this story, 
This guy does not have post-marriage clarity. You're going to see him demonstrate it. And he's codependent. And he has the hope strategy. We tell you about the hope strategy, don't we? We tell you about the hope strategy. Patrick M says post-but clarity, a.k.a. coming to your senses. Oh, man. Yes, it's coming to your senses. Ladies, you guys got to understand. If you ever want to understand men, understand that after they come to their senses, they don't see you as they saw you previously. About 99% of the time, he's going to see you as less than after he busts. I mean, that's just how it goes. I wish women would understand that. And sometimes, biologically, they get signals and cues that they're going to get closer to us many times after they've given themselves up to us, right? They gave their bodies to men, and then biologically, you guys have an attachment gene, right? You guys have attachment hormones where you attach to the person. Well, men typically get less attached after they bust. And then we see you for what we are. We start seeing your flaws. We can see your flaws. I can see clearly now the fog is gone. I can see all stretch marks in my way. I can see moles and pimples and dimples in cellulite. Oh, it's going to be a bright, 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 sunshiny day. We start seeing all the flaws. We like, man, I did not realize there was a lot of... (laughs) I can't even say it, bro. All the all the things that we were overlooking come right at you, hundred percent. Like every time we look at you, we don't want to look. We look at you, and it's like, oh man, how did I miss that? It was ever so clear. Prior, who's been there? Nakia, <laughs> Nakia. I know ladies don't get that. You know, because here's the deal. Men aren't that attractive anyway, so they see you looking ridiculous. All right, they already slowing me down. We already look ridiculous doing it, you know, but you were pretty. You know what I mean? You had your wig on straight. It wasn't even cockeyed yet. You know, your your cockeyed, your lazy eye, you know what I'm saying? That eyeball that's going that way. We were like, I can overlook that. I just won't look in her eyes. You know what I mean? Your nostrils all flaring out. Hair on your knuckles. All right, we're like, we'll overlook all of that mole on your lip we like ah yeah <laughs> you know what i mean we'll overlook all of that you got chest liver spots all kind of stuff you know hair coming out your shoulder we're like ah, i can overlook that mustaches beers mm. knock knees all right that dark area in between your thigh we like we could overlook all that after you be like roar <sighs> You start looking. Now, what the hell did I done done here? <laughs> and, and, and guys, this is where you really feel. <laughs> Kenny Smith needs. This is where you really feel bad because you feel bad for yourself. You like, I can't believe I lowered myself to this particular situation. And you probably told her all kind of, oh, I love all of that thigh meat and, and all of that dark thigh meat in between your legs. I love it. Rubbing around all day, that's one of my favorite areas. But after you bust, you don't want to look at it. You don't want to look at it no more. you like, oh, I thought I liked that, but I don't like that no more. It's going to take a couple of minutes for you to like it again. <laughs> then you want to clean yourself off. you like, oh, 
And that's not even talk about the funk of 40,000 years. I mean, you just be like, didn't anticipate that. But these are all things that I want women to understand. You know what I mean? You guys aren't all that. And I think it is in our head. We think you're all that until you come to your senses. That's why they call it come to your senses. Oh, man, this is crazy. Anyway, everybody knows. Everybody knows that this happens. Yeah, you had that what have I done look. You're like, what in the world was I thinking? Did she put her meat hooks all on you? You're like, oh, mm, I think it's time to go. Ooh, look at the time. You've been there 28 minutes. <laughs> all right, how do we get on this already? This is not even in the script. So anyway. Shout out to uh, Herbert Collins says, bless, bless up, coach. I believe great content. Thank you, sir. Chicago man says, come on, coach. Give them the buzzer. We got to get them brothers the buzzer. Give them a bu the buzzer as usual. All right. As usual, a stars in the building in Atlanta. They all bought uh, brand new Hellcats and Teslas. Some of these guys and girls are only 21 to 25. So showing off always been the hoods issue. They're 21 to 25. The girls, they're buying Hellcats and Teslas. The car dealership's going to keep all that money. All right. Again, this is a classic story of when money, there's an influx of money in the hood. Money doesn't change mentality. So if you're poor and you're waiting for money to rain on you, you're going to do something stupid. I mean, you're not going to be ready for it. You're going to lose the money. You're going to blow it. You got to change your mentality first. And I've been saying, if you're, if you have a poor mentality, it's not going to work out. You need to change mentality first. Then you'll understand how to use money. But I I, I have a theory that that um, this was a setup. I think it was a setup for a lot of people to get some Fed time. Okay? This PPP loan scam. It's crazy. Shout out to Emmanuel T. Says, Coach, I told you to do Biden. All right, last two. Uh, where are we at here? Rob Marine says, Coach, there are some ninjas in the in the background of the uh, Bojangles video, sand dancing, show, styling, and profiling. He says, uh, roll the video. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. And I want to show that that's definitely the case because um, everybody thinks Mr. Bojangles, you know, they say he's tap dancing and selling out. But watch these brothers in the background. They into it. I can do some shuffling, too. Look out, man. What you going to do? Look out, boys. It's coming through. They was in there. That one brother was like Flavor Flav in the background. <laughs> Somebody says Hellcats devalue 35K once you start the engine. Yeah, that car, dude, American cars are not great investment. I mean, not great. I mean, the cars are not in great investments anyway, but American muscle cars, just know, man, just soon as you drove, start it up, drive it off the lot, you overpaid almost all immediately. But listen, if it's not about that, don't worry about that. Some people don't care about that, right? But then when you go to resell it, especially if you modify it, it's going to be worth $8,000. You're going to be shocked. Go get your Kelly Blue Book. Uh, Hellcat's no longer sponsoring today's show. <laughs> right? They already said, oh, you're going to do us that dirty? Amari says, LOL, I'm glad you didn't listen to Tariq Coach. He scammed his fans out of $1 million after lying about starting a, muse a museum. Gotta get my bag and run. <laughs> Man, him, 
him, him and Umar, again, another example, if you give some people some money, they're going to blow it. Speaking of scams, that leads us to our next story. And guys, I want you to pay attention here. There's going to be an influx of immigrant women coming in, particularly from the Ukraine. Let's show, let's show you some pictures here uh, for you brothers that are going to wait for the influx of these Ukrainian women. They're going to be coming in. They're on Seeking Arrangements. They're on SugarDaddy.com. They're on Tinder. All right. They saying they just rescue me. All right. Rescue me out of my situation. Look at these beautiful ironing board backside head and shoulder sellers. You know what I mean? These women are the queens of good head and shoulders. You know, once you go by, past the head and shoulders, it's something like sloppy yogurt. It ain't no nothing really good beyond that. But the head and the shoulders, they can sell that. Look, look, all the pictures are cropped head and shoulders. All the pictures are cropped head and shoulders. That is the white woman's, uh, what do you call it? That's the white woman's uh, money angle. All right. They are really nothing below all head and shoulders. So, man, I have this all. Yep. I have this all figured out. I have this method. I already know. Like sisters will crop their head out of the picture. Uh, sisters, <laughs> if you guys, here we go right now. Sisters will turn their head away from the camera. They'll almost be turned their whole head and shoulders away and be profiling. The, the center of the photo will be from below the chest to the back of the knee. All right. That's where sisters are going to sell it. They'll their head will be. And they'll be looking over the shoulder and their buttock will be in the picture. So that's where just notice I've, I've noticed this. I've studied this. White women will overwhelmingly show from this here to collarbone. Puerto Rican women, collarbone to buttock to thigh. Black women, belly button to the back of the knee. Tell me if I'm wrong. <laughs> Tell me if I'm wrong. I'm right. All right. So anyway. <laughs> so head and shoulders here. A lot of uh, flat back to Kaylee's are going to be bringing their asses over here. So I want you to understand what's going to happen here. They're going to get a lot of you simps. They're going to catch you simps uh, lacking. And the reason what's going to happen is they're going to come back their eyes. They're going to be sweet on you. And then you're going to want to marry them. You're going to be like, whoa, wee. I got me a beautiful Kaylee over here. She thinks this is the best thing since sliced bread. She says I'm the best. Well, let me tell you about this scam that, Immigrant women pull on unsuspecting American man. And the scam is called the Violence Against Women Act. Violence Against Women Act. Does that even sound grammatically right? VAWA, the Violence Against Women Act. So what happens is, and I actually know a woman who was from uh, Lithuania that was pulling this against her third husband. Her third husband, she was pulling this scam on. She was married to her third husband for less than a month. And then she claimed that she was a victim of domestic violation. Now, why, why do I say that? Well, her first husband was from Lithuania. They divorced. She came here to America. Her second husband was American. I'm sorry, was in America, but he was a Lithuanian. They, or he was somewhere from Eastern Europe. And then her third husband was American. A black man. All right. So 
She only was married to him for less than a month. And then she pulled the domestic violence card right when she was going to go get sent back to Lithuania. Her visa was going to run out, right? She was still here under uh, what they would call uh, non-legal status. So here's how the, the, the Violence Against Women Act works and why this is a scam against you, why this is defrauding you. Because they will get married. It says right here, May 20 and 16. If you are a victim of domestic violation, as we call it over here, you have the right to be safe, regardless of your legal status in the United States. You may worry that you don't have the right to call the police if you are being abused, but this is not true. When you contact the police about domestic violation, their duty is to protect you from your abuser. They are not supposed to call ICE to inform them that you are in the United States without legal status. If you are afraid of your abuser or think that they may hurt you, you can go to court or the police can ask for a restraining order, even if you're not a legal citizen. And it says, if you are a victim of a domestic violation and you don't have legal status in the U.S., you should contact immigration lawyers and advocates to help you. And here's right here. Legal status for immigrant survivors of domestic violation. It says here, if you are a victim of the, or survivor of domestic violation, there are laws that can, uh, that can allow you to gain legal status in the United States. I want you to listen. The Ukrainian women be taking notes, guys. Believe me, they already know this. So listen to this again. If you are a victim or survivor of domestic violation, there are laws that can allow you to gain legal status in the United States. Violence Against Women Act. The VAWA was created to protect victims of domestic violation and offers specific protections for people without legal status in the U.S. VAWA also protects men and children who are victims of domestic violation. Here it is in bold. I'm going to read it from right here. So I want you guys to be ready for this before you marry an immigrant. If you are being abused by a U.S. citizen, by your U.S. citizen or lawful permanent resident, green card spouse, parents and children over 21, or your child is being abused by his or her U.S. citizen or lawful permanent resident, VAWA can help you escape violence and gain legal permanent status oh no so this is a skip the line direct line to legal permanent status not temporary not temporary until you're proven innocent or guilty they can go immediately and gain legal permanent status. Oh, man. You talk about a finesse. This is a direct loophole to the front of the line. This is direct intro. Why is, why is Martin Luther Lee right there? This is a direct skip the line, skip go, collect $200, and get immediately permanent status in the United States. And it says here, let me see here. It says, if these immigrants, immigration laws apply to you, you can get legal status without help from your battering spouse or parent. By law, U.S. citizens and lawful permits can, and can petition for their immediately family. Wait, wait, hold on for a second. By law, U.S. citizens and legal permanent residents can petition for their immediate family members 
to receive legal status. However, abusers often may refuse to assist you with applying for immigration status and may promise to apply for you, but never actually help you or threaten to contact immigration and report you. So they're saying people will use it as leverage. They will get them over here, act like they're going to help, and then use it as leverage to keep them. But VAWA helps victims of domestic violation, allowing them to self-petition for their own legal status without the abuser's help or knowledge. So there's here, there's here, um, a lot of ways that they can do it here, what you have to do to apply, uh, what circumstances have to be here. It says you have the marriage certificate, birth certificate, evidence that you and the batterer live together, um, proof of abuse, such as a restraining order. All you need, This is the proof. This is the proof that you need. You need. You need a restraining order or a civil protection order. You can almost get those just by yelling at a woman, all right? You can get them by yelling at a woman. A police report. Uh, medical records, criminal records from the uh, of the batterer, a letter from a battered woman's program, counseling records, photographs of injuries or bruises, and an affidavit of witnesses describing the abuse. Woo, 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 woo. And then it says evidence of good moral character, such as proof that you have no criminal record. You have a letter from a religious institution or evidence of community involvement. You must provide a written affidavit describing the history of your relationship with the batterer. So let me just tell you, I hope no one is doing the battering. Like, do not bring people here and be a batterer. We don't encourage domestic violation here. All right. There's no need to lay your hand on a woman or a child. Well, no, I'm just joking. There's no need to be a batterer and an abuser. Let's just say it like that. Um. And uh, definitely don't do it as a way to control someone, right? There's no reason to do that. However, many people know this, and they're going to use this to scam you. So I want you guys to really, really be aware of that as we get an influx of immigrant women. A lot of men are choosing to go overseas and get women. Some of you guys are going to bring those women back here to the United States. And what's going to happen is they're going to somebody, these immigrant women know these laws. I'm not telling you anything that they don't already know. And all they have to do is somehow get a police report, get some affidavit, get a witness to say, yeah, and they're in. They're done. That's crazy, right? You brought them here, you rescued them, and then they find a way out and they stay in America. So anyway, shout out to you guys, man. This is why we do the edutainment program over here because I don't want you brothers to get scammed. We're almost ready for the main event. Hit the like button to get ready for the main event. We got 500 likes. Do me a favor. Let's run a commercial. I'm going to start singing if we don't get them likes up. <laughs> Somebody says you have feeling, Coach. Yes. If we don't get those likes up, I'm going to run commercials. I'm going to sell stuff. You're going to see shuffling. Ninja watches in the background. Come on, man. Lights up. I'm going to start singing. You know what? We're going to start singing. What? 80s R&B? All right. What, what are we doing here? Luther? Or, or are we doing Luther Vandross? Or are we doing uh, Freddie Jackson? You are my lady. Yes. You're everything I need and more. 
Yo. You are my lady. You're all I need and more. <laughs> we need a thousand likes. I'm going to start singing here. What else are we doing? Key sweat? Oh, oh, oh. You are my lady. My girl. Yeah, everything I need and more. I'll be sure. What's a good I'll be sure song? You want to be off on your own, girl. You want to be off on your own. You want to be off on your own, girl. Girl, girl. What about New Edition? Sunny days. Everybody loves them. Baby, baby, can you stand the rain? Sun will glow. Everybody knows, everybody knows. Can you stand the rain? What else are we singing? Y'all want to go, boy George? All right, here we go. Um, oh, let me see here. Boy George. I could do some culture club. I could do some culture club. We need a thousand likes. All right. We need a thousand likes. All right. Oh, cool it now. Let me see if I can do it. Um, do you really want to hurt me? Do you really want to make me cry? Precious kisses, love them. I can't even sing it. <laughs> wow, you will never ask me why. In my heart, a fire's burning. Choose my candle, find a star. Precious kiss. How about Avant? We gonna we doing Avant? All right, here we go. I can read your mind, girl. I know what you're thinking. <laughs> I can read your mind. That's a bot. All right, who, who are we doing here? Uh, Van Halen. Everybody jump, jump. Go ahead and jump. <laughs> That's all I know of Van Halen. Everybody jump. Might as well jump. We can't be friends. What else we got here? Right, oh, riding my pony. If you want it, let's do it. Ride it, my pony. <laughs> All right, I lost a thousand viewers trying to get a thousand likes, but it's okay. Jermaine Jackson, he says, Why don't you do what you do when you did what you did to me? All right, here we go. All right. Thank you, man, for the likes. We lost a thousand people, but we almost got 200 likes. The likes are better than the viewers. So let's get in here. Hit the tip jar on the way out. All right, hit the tip jar. All right, here we go, man. Let's get into the show. All right, see, we're going to do coaches karaoke. Coaches karaoke coming up soon. All right, so let's get back to the super chats. All right, here we go. Let's see here. People are going to be like, what the hell did we get into now? All right, so shout out to uh, Phineas Henshaw. He says, give them a ruck and a rifle. Ooh, that's for sure. Give them films a ruck and a rifle. He says, World War III for the tip jar morning coach. Give it to them. They don't want to do it. AC, uh, sorry, not ACDC. This is um Adrian Paul. Can I get a weekly Friday? Kaylee. Yes, sir. Don't we all love a Kaylee? Oh, we love a flat-backed, yes. And she admits she's a flat-backed. 
I love me a Kaylee. I love me a Kaylee. All right. Shout out to um speaking my mind. He says, all Al looking at Peg screaming, my eyes, my eyes. Yes, we've all been there. Post-roar clarity. All right, senior oral. I'm getting married. I'm getting married next month. Best friend got married this month. Uncle is getting married to a mom with a child. And he says, and a grandchild close in age, three buds or six. Are you really getting married or somebody else getting married? Oh, boy. Aliba Kalima, coach, we need you in a U.S. uniform. You are still fit. Nope. Uh, let's not go there, sir. I don't think I will be fighting anytime soon, but if they come to my neighborhood, I'm in, brother. Raul says, I'm going to marry a gordita from the motherland, and if she tries to leave, I'm going to deport that 304. That might have been right before. <laughs> The story, yeah, that ain't going to work. That's not going to work. They're going to claim, claim domestic violation. Nice sometimes says, why would a man deal with a woman outside the bedroom? These laws are one-sided, and men need to see uh, women only as recreational use only. Coach gang, we in the building. I go, I don't know why we don't do it. Y'all guys are scared because you want to fall in love. If it is in love. Why do I feel this way? You guys want that loving feeling. You know what I mean? Remember, I remember when I used to be able to fall in love. I can't do it no more. Because I went to the Lord himself. I went to the Lord and I said, Lord, help me understand woman. And he removed love from my heart. <laughs> and then I said, Lord, I can't fall in love no more. And he said, yeah, you chose to understand them. You didn't tell me how to love them, huh? See, it's hard. It's hard to love them and understand them at the same time. I chose understanding. I can no longer love. Okay. Pele Manuel is in the building. Thank you, sir. Younger retired, no cap. He says new business idea. He says XX is give me, um, give me money. And then two, I slap him. <laughs> And then three green card. Hey, you can run a business. <laughs> Raul says, Coach, I took your advice on what to do in New York City this past week, and my trip was great. Thank you. And this is more than just a podcast for us. Shout out to you. I'm glad you did that, bro. I gave you just a little bit of advice, but I, I think you took the boat tour. You did well. I hope you had a good time in New York City. All right, shout out to you and you survive. Proud by producer, produced by Mifi is in the building. Shout out to you. Sparky387, coach, I'm not ninja watching today. Thanks for this great content. Appreciate you, man. We are rolling. Uh, last couple. All right, we're almost getting to the bottom of this. Uh, let's see here. M. Lavo says, I'm on the request line. Can I get a Millie Vanilli? Girl, you know it's true. Uh-huh. Coach gang, and to the nasty Nelsons, have a good weekend. All right. Uh, Enigma WPG, a little something for the seeking fun. Your entertainment goes through work or gets me through work and at home and the gym. Respect CGA and the coach gang. Yes, sir, man. Shout out to you brothers here. All right. Appreciate you. I'm going to roll to the main event and we'll get to the rest of the super chats. I appreciate y'all for supporting. Let's go into this situation here. Let's put up a banner. Let's put up a banner. How men get themselves stuck in miserable marriages. You know, I am the originator of the marriage will. If you see anybody using this, they got it from me. 
All right. I put this in the book. It is published. This is the honeymoon stage. This is the fall in love stage. I've been there before. I've fallen in love with a woman. I fell in love with her. It was something in my heart, something in my heart that had me hooked on you. All right. I felt good. You know what it was? It was just the extra endorphins kicking in. And I had that. I felt like my heart skipped a beat. You know, I don't get that no more. All right. But it's all good. It's when you young brothers should get it. You know what I mean? When you kiss her for the first time, you touch her for the first time, you feel that hairless monkey for the first time. You know, we're the hairy monkeys and they're the hairless monkey. You feel that smooth, soft skin. You're like, oh, you know, you ready to go in your pants like the American pie boy. All right. So uh, you go through this little stage right here. And uh, this is a connection phase. This is the uh, this is this is called overpowering of lust. You lust for her and you're having uh, biological, uh, you know, feelings for her. Most of it is lust oriented. And then what happens is you promise her. You make promises. You start making promises for forever. Let's make it last. Forever and ever. All right, so you start trying to make it last forever. Now, what's going to happen is once you guys get out of this biological stupor, you get into the investment stage and you start throwing money at them and putting babies in their bodies. All right, this is all biology, simple. But there's a big price tag that price tag that happens. And in her mind, she got you hook, line, and sinker. You ain't going nowhere. You mine forever. You promised it to her. And then she start, you start spending money. Most of the time, you start doing this as a man. As a man, I should support you. As a man, I should do this. And as a man, I should do that. She might even have a job herself. And uh, you might, don't spend your money on this. I'm the man of the house, right? You might take that road, that road. But then you're doing that so you can tell her what to do. Listen, woman, I'm in check. You need my money. I'm going to make you do what I tell you to do, right? This is all foolish, all old age stuff that doesn't even fly anymore. All right. The minute you do that, that's abuse. And so if you keep a woman in check financially, I just showed you they're going to find a way to wriggle out of that. Then she baits and switches you. Then she says something like, well, I don't want to do that anymore. Or I don't want to do what you want to do anymore. I don't want to give you sex anymore. I don't want to succeed you. All right. I don't want to lick your balls. I don't want to stay at home anymore. I want to go to work or I don't want to work anymore. I want to stay at home. I want to go to girls nights out. All of these things start happening. And then you don't know what's happening, and then you get played like boo-boo the fool. So anyway, some of you guys end up in the divorce court. Some of you guys end up depressed. Some of you guys divorce the woman, and then you go back. This is where this guy is going to hit. You divorce the woman, and then you go back and say, well, I had a defective woman. I'm going to find a woman that listens to me. I'm going to find a woman that doesn't uh, restrict me from sex. And then you try again. Somebody might say, you picked the wrong one. And you say, oh, I picked the wrong one. I'll try it again. All right, so watch this. Mm. Watch it, watch it, watch it. Wait a minute. I was about to leave the whole damn studio. Press the wrong button. We was about to end the stream. So now, now that I've told you this, let's see this in action. Let's see why men don't divorce women and why women have a higher divorce rate than men. We're going to see our man, Dr. John Deloney, at some particular point, he's going to be like, yo, bro. Yo, bro, why are you always using my show? All right, because I love using your show because it is basically an opportunity for me to give you uh, an alternative programming to what most men are getting, right? Most men are going to run to this guy because he's going to softball you or guilt you into doing something you you're, you're shouldn't do. So since Dr. John, and shout out to you, since Dr. John, we use them as, as proof and evidence, 
I have to invoke my fair use clause. Excerpts of copyrighted material may, under circumstances, be quoted verbatim for purposes of criticism, news reporting, teaching, and research without the need for permission from or payment to the copyright holder. All right, shout out to Down. Hey, shout, shout out to them. All right, let's listen to this. It says right here, my wife has checked out of our marriage. What should I do? This is what you should do. But we know statistically, men don't do that. Men stay. They try to work it out. They go to marriage counseling. So let's listen to this goofball get stuck in a marriage. Not one, not two, but three times. <laughs> not five, five times, five times, five times. Let's listen to the goofball. And and this is the average man right here. Rocking and rolling, uh, man. The- Wait a minute. What's his name? Let's get his name right. What's up, Patrick? How we doing, man? Patrick. Nope. How you doing? I'm doing all right. We're uh, rocking and rolling, man. The, the Ramsey Show. It's a, a opportunity to talk to you on your show. Very I cool, man. You, my call. you got it, brother. So what's up, man? How can I help? <clears throat> so I've been married for 11 years. Got three kids and my wife. Uh, I have to pause for fair use purposes. I just can't roll the whole film. So I will pause for commentary, criticism, and teaching. He's been married for three years. And he, I'm sorry, 11 years and has three children. So this is called the investment stage. And now they're going into the bait and switch. So she's got the full investment, meaning that if he left her now, he would owe her money. It's cheaper to keep her. He knows that. And he doesn't want to be without his children. So he's going to try to toe the line. This is why men don't file for divorce. Uh, I've been divorced twice. He's been divorced twice already. He's on his third marriage, and he's calling about marital advice. Guys, why? Listen, I got divorced once, and I that I figured it out. I literally sat there oh, for a second. I sat there and figured out what the hell I did, and I was like, you know what? This is a trap. <laughs> this right here is a trap if I continue to do this. If I go invest, and I had a lot of other women that wanted me to marry him, and I almost got married again. I didn't get engaged, but I actually found, oh, I think she's the one. I was willing to roll the dice, and something snapped in my head. I was like, don't do it. I literally drew this out on a napkin. (laughs) I drew this out live on a YouTube video. All right, so my original marriage will video was done live. I actually drew this out and said, this is what happens in marriages. But some guys need three and four chances to figure it out. And I don't, listen, it's your fault. All right, let's figure out how he's got married and divorced three times, two times, and sitting here asking for advice. Have problems in relationships, but I'm trying to make this one work. Um, Hey, hey, I don't pause that right there. Thank you for that, Patrick. Thank you for that. Talk to too many guys in your situation that would roll their eyes and say, yet again, I'm getting screwed on this deal. Or We knew he would do this. You knew this was coming, huh? You knew this was coming. 
He hasn't heard anything about what happened in the previous two marriages. He don't know why they divorced. He doesn't know why this one screwed up yet. But now he's already throwing men under the bus. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. I'm getting a hose on this deal or whatever. And your first words to me are, I'm trying to make this work. And so I appreciate your vulnerability there, dude. That takes a lot. Is that new, Patrick? Why would you tell a man to make it work? And this is the third time he's fooled. He's fouled up. This is going to be great. Uh, it's it's <laughs> newish. Okay. Uh, well, hey, I've been I've been trying to make it work on the uh, on the third time now, and and the fourth and the fifth. And hey, there we go. Seven. Every day is a new chance to start over. All right, man. So how can I help? So the problem I have is I've come to the end of my rope, and I get angry and mad and upset and frustrated and want to nuke the whole thing and let go, but that's what you should do, but go ahead. I'm asked to hold on. And I do. Somebody told him to keep making it work. Keep digging that hole. And he said, okay, I'll keep sipping. I'll figure it out. Um, but I just feel like my wife checked out. Yeah. I would imagine. So based on just what you just told me, wait, 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 wait. Dr. John, I got a question. How would you know? He's been talking for less than a minute, and you're telling me she has reason to check out? I'm not with you yet, all right? As the guy unfolds the story, I can see why she checked out. However, you don't even know yet. How in the hell? What? So, I I, I mean, if somebody who I loved and had, had chained myself to, had hitched myself to, got angry and just wanted to cash out every time. Yeah, I, I would be checked out too. I mean, I can imagine that's a roller coaster and a whiplash. So brother, why, why do you get angry and yell and scream and say I'm out? Uh, I just feel like I'm, I'm dragging this thing out by myself. Uh, she spends the majority of time I see her on the back porch, uh, scrolling on her phone or watching videos. And I mean, okay. So his wife is just, you know, when 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 it's time when the kids are put to bed, she just goes out in the porch and scrolls Instagram and social media and whatnot. That's a problem that you uh that's a problem that you have with modern women. They have more access and attention and more addiction and um more more of a, a social circle to reach and air out their grievances. Everything's there. Uh you can't compete with that as a man in modern marriage unless you say social media will not be a part of our marriage which is almost going to be considered abuse at some particular point. Continuing on. And shit, uh, she hadn't sat down at the dinner table with me and the kids for over a year. And um, how long have you been with her? We've been married 11 years. 11 years, okay. So what is it about you? What is it about your family environment that she wants no part? Some of the guys said she in her DMs and she's searching for Chad. I bet you she has a Tinder account. Part of. I don't know. You got to know. You've been with her over. Okay. So what is it about you? What is it about your family environment that she wants no part of? I don't know. You got to know. You've been with her over a decade. I think it's just distractions. I know, but what does she need to distract herself from? Damn. This dude don't got no answers. He's been married twice. He's been married twice, and then this marriage, 11 years, and he got no answers. This is why, guys, you don't belong in marriage. If you're this guy, you don't belong in marriage. You're a goofball.
All right. You can't figure it out. You're not smart enough or you're not willing to say do not get married. I don't know. What about you? Is she distracting herself from? That's a good question. Damn. <laughs> you got nothing. <laughs> Jesus. If you can't answer these questions or answer them honestly, do not get married. Oh, my God. This is why people shouldn't get married. Uh, accountability. I mean, I try to hold her accountable for responsibilities that she's not doing. And Okay. Well, well, even, give me an example of that. Uh, she's a stay-at-home mom. Uh, she has a hard time keeping up with the house, keeping up with the kids, keeping up with the kids' clothes, routines. I mean, it's gotten better, but it's. So this is what this is what her this is the video that we would show that 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 this is the wife's feeling right now. I'll play this video. This is what the wife is feeling, I guess. Stop saying that. What the hell? What the hell? What the hell? Stop. What the hell? What the hell? So that that's his wife. All right. From what I'm getting, that's basically his wife right now. So continuing on here. Just a challenge to keep on task, on track, hmm. to, to grow, to be responsible, to be accountable, to say, yeah, I'm going to do this and then it gets done. I mean, it's, I don't know what she's running from. I mean, we've had knockdown drag outs. We've had reconciliations. We've had. I left for 30 days and came back because I didn't want to leave the family. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Uh, it sounds like the woman's immature. He might have married a younger woman or something like that. I, I don't know. I, it, it seems like, I don't know. He He's trying to tell her to keep on task and reminding her where she's messing up. She doesn't want to be accountable for it. And now she's just going to do nothing. She's on strike. All right. So let's go ahead. Yeah. Uh, but that was two, three years ago. And I know she looks back on it, and this last anniversary was a good one. And we've made some steps, but I just don't see the work. I don't see the commitment. I don't see the the accountability, the response. I don't see it. How come your first and marriage didn't work, brother? <laughs> this is now we're going to get interesting here. So what what he's doing is he's a taskmaster. It sounds like he's a provider. And as a provider, what I explained earlier, a provider tends to want to keep his woman in check and give her responsibilities to do. Now, most men ho are, are hoping that the woman wants to do this naturally, but women don't want to do this naturally. They want to be typically lazy naturally, or it would be a natural intuition to be a overly obsessive, um, obsessive compulsive nurturer where she cleans up everything and she goes 100 miles an hour what it sounds like is she needs some fin fin or something like that she needed a boost all right uh because it sounds like she's lazy but then we because he he's um he's saying she's not doing what she's supposed to do but has enough time to scroll on the phone so it's not a time issue she just doesn't want to do it and the more you harp on her doing it to keep her in check she's just shutting down she's just doing this <laughs> And she got a great deal because he won't kick her out. She like, shit, what, what's going to happen? And she knows if you divorce her, she wins.
So she's like, I don't have to do nothing. She's basically like a stubborn mule that doesn't want to get dragged. All right. She's getting a great deal and uh, she don't have to do her part of the bargain anymore because of the investment stage. And uh, she's going to say this is abusive. That's what she's going to say. I can't do nothing right for you. You're always telling me what to do. This is what's going to happen. Let's go ahead and continue. Let's see here. <laughs> um, oh, so he asked what happened to the first marriage. Now you're going to get an insight of this dude. The, the accountability, the response. I don't see it. How come your first and marriage didn't work, brother? <laughs> um, I was young and stupid. Um, men and women who use this, you're, you are young and stupid. You're probably still young and stupid. There's no such thing as young and stupid. Um, listen, you have to mature bottom line. You can't just say I got married and divorced. I was young and stupid. Women will use this as an excuse when they marry young. Well, I was young and dumb. No, you got married. Step up. You know what I mean? Step up to responsibility. No, there's no young and dumb. I can't stand when people do that. I can't stand when women do it. I can't stand when men do it. No, be responsible. I was young and stupid. No, that ain't an excuse. Let's go ahead and continue. Now you're going to hear why he really got divorced. Elaborate. Got married. Uh, I got married as a young Marine. Uh, deployed, came back. Uh, things were fast and loose, and it just it was stupid to get married in the first place. <laughs> so Jody got your girl. Um, yeah, he was a young Marine. Okay, he was in the uh, armed forces, which they typically do get married young. And he said things were fast and loose. He was on deployment. And what does that mean? What does that mean? He was getting some peace leave when he was out there in the field. You didn't answer my question. That was excellent evasion, but you didn't answer my question. Did you cheat on her? Uh, yes. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Jesus. Hey, modern marriages are dumb. You don't have to cheat on your wives, guys. Let me let me tell you something. In the past, you used to have to cheat on your wives because most people got married. Now you don't have to get married. Most people had to get married. You don't have to get married to get no peace leave. Stop cheating on your wives. If you get married today and you cheat on your wife, you're the biggest idiot out there because you can get it without cheating on your wife. Now, you don't have to marry anymore to get some peace leave. So why cheat on your wife? Okay, so why didn't your second marriage work? Uh, she fell in love with somebody while I was deployed. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Shout out to oh, shout out to James. Uh, oh, we're gonna call you the Jimmy ZTT show for the sponsorship over on the Cash App. So you got you cheated on your first wife, and your second wife cheated on you. Mm. Karma, karma. Jody got your girl. Okay, came back, got married. She separated and married him. Okay. And what was it about this woman that you're with now that made giving it a third shot sound good? Um, well, this one we got, we were dating again. I was coming off my second marriage and. This is why I tell men stop getting married after you get divorced. Stop getting married after you get divorced. Wait five years, 10 years. Remember I told you I did a whole episode in that. After you get divorced, wait at least three years, but something more like five to 10 years. Just wait. Enjoy your time. Enjoy your freedom. Why jump right back into a marriage? But what you guys are trying to do is make it seem like the wife was bad, the wife was tainted, and then you think you're entitled to a better one. Oh, I'll just pick a better one. No, you won't. You're going to mess up. 
going to the bars, doing the thing, and ended up pregnant. So oh, wanted to make it work. He knocked her sure up. My child had a. He knocked her up. A hookup. He knocked up a hookup. Father and a mother. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, goodness. I mean, we considered abortion, and we both didn't want to do that. Okay. Um, and so we've we pushed through, and we've had two more kids, and you know, nine more years after that, and a couple houses, new job. So I mean, we've oh boy pushed, but you know, if this is me, if this is leadership in a marriage. This has got to be one of the most horrible examples of a husband I've ever seen. This is a horrible husband. You deserve to get everything you get out here. You can't lead. You make horrible decisions in people. You can't explain yourself. It's horrible. He did, people like you do not deserve to get married. You should take a test <laughs> to get married. I'm sick of pushing. I'm sick yeah, of you know, I can hear that. And I promise you with everything I got, brother, she's sick of being pushed. That's why I stopped pushing. But leaving it go and just kind of set goals out there hasn't worked either. I mean, I've separated bank accounts because the, the financial responsibility isn't there. Um, uh, hey, listen, listen. Is she done? No, yes. that's the thing. No. She, she says she's not done and she wants to work it out. She wants- There's one reason she's saying that because you're sponsoring her. Women don't leave sponsors and you're allowing her to do what she wants to do. She don't have to clean up. You're going to come after her. All she has to do is deal with a little bit of abuse, right? She has to listen to you lecture her for a little bit. And then she goes to do what does, does what the hell she wants to do. She ain't leaving that deal. She getting the deal of a lifetime. And all she has to do is wait a couple more years and divorce, grape you to kingdom come, and you're going to be out here on my channel. She wants to keep working. Okay. And the way you've described your wife to me as though you were describing a teenage daughter that you can't get under control. I feel that way. She is no more your partner in raising family and just trying to suck the joy out of life. The, the, wreckage that life is just misery after misery and that's what partners can do for each other when their marriage is just rad is they just find joy is you have put her in line with one as another child and you might feel like you have to but she's another kid with goals and expectations and achievements that she needs to accomplish in order to make sure your house looks the way it needs to be and that your her body looks the way it needs to be and your sex life needs to be and your part all those things and at some point she checked out Possibly early on. And for most of us, I'll tell you when she checked out, when that third kid dropped. All right. The third kid dropped. She checked the hell out. She was like, my investment is done. I no longer have to do ish. I have 18 years of child support from this month on, from this month on, all the way up into, or this moment on, all the way up until my kids turn 18. I'm good. I got 20 more years of investment. Uh, I'm great. I don't want to overgender this, but most of our us men, we know one thing, and that's to push harder. And if we're losing a fight, then we think we need to swing harder and kick harder and go for takedowns harder. And you- no, he's 
No, I, I don't think that's true. I think what men do is they go into protection mode. They want to protect their finances. So they realize, wait a minute, now she's checked out. I have to make this work. Because if I don't make this work, I'm going to lose my ass in divorce court. That's what I think happens. And he's already already a two-time loser. So what the guy has to do is he has to make it work. If she checked out after kid number three, he's looking at his money and he's going, damn. So I better somehow try to make this work or I'm going to get screwed. That's what he's thinking about. You just said it perfectly. I'm tired of pushing, man. And I want to honor that. This relationship can handle no more pushing. And if you back up a, 10 steps, 15 steps, and you look at this woman not as a problem to fix or as somebody to get in line, but as somebody to sit next to and hold her hand and say, baby, I'm so sorry. Can We, we got to start over from square one. And what you've got now is a relationship that's over 10 years, right? So y'all are in a tough window. You got three kids. How old are your kids? Uh, six, nine, and 10. Oh, brother. Y'all are in it, right? You've got 5,000 activities all day, every day. Some kids running in there yelling and screaming. The other kids saying, everybody shut up. And there's moods everywhere, right? You're in it, right? And you've got this woman who's at home who's desperate to be seen and known and to be loved at a vulnerable level. And she's being given tasks. And when she fails the tasks, you take away the task and say, I'll do it myself. You see how she's almost as though she's a member of one of your units. And <sighs> so it sounds like now he can't keep her accountable. Now we can't, we can't give him tasks. If the tasks are too hard, she could just shut down and pout, hold her breath, kick her, kick and scream and cry, uh, and be the fifth, the fourth child while saying he's the fourth child or he's too controlling, right? You know, now, now he's being, now he's uh, guilty for holding her to task here. He lost masculine frame instead of your uh, wife. I do, but I've, I've taken those away. I used to do that and I've stopped and I've asked her what her goals are, mm. what she wants to accomplish, what she's trying to do to grow. Uh, I'm trying to include. Uh, most women don't have goals, bro. I mean, especially after they didn't have kids, their goals are the kids, right? It's to get the kids. They don't, many women don't have goals outside of that. They, they don't see, many of them don't see past tomorrow or at least the past the next 30 days, right? They're just trying to get through day to day to day to day to day to day to day. They might say they have a goal, but most of it is like some fantasy goal. I'm going to be the CEO. Like a woman like that will say, I'm going to be the CEO of a Sony. You know what I mean? And you're like, wait a minute. <laughs> One day, and I could do it, and women could do it. I, uh, the Yahoo CEO was a mom. I was like, yeah, but she was already on CEO track, and then she became a mom. She didn't become CEO after being a stay-at-home mom. You know what I mean? That's what you got to deal with when you're dealing with uh, people who just were playing Barbie and My Little Pony, and then they met you, all right? They were watching Disney movies, and then they met you, all right? They're in fantasy land include her in the conversation to include include her in uh, uh, you know the, her finances getting her stuff in order on her own time on her own accord I, i've stopped pushing i've stopped dragging i've stopped uh, other than me 
being attached to the relationship is what I feel like I'm dragging now. How do you bring her joy? Oh, boy. How do you how do you inject joy and safety into her life? Besides the fact that you're an ex marine, you can kick people's ass. Like, how do you how do you inject joy and safety into her life? I mean, I try to spend time with her, um, dedicate every Tuesday to her. Okay, try to. And what is what does that dedication look like? Coaching opportunities. No, just spending time with her. I mean, the the five love languages. Oh. He said the fuck. Well, now we've arrived at the five love languages. Oh, boy. By the way, I don't know if I did it on this channel. I did a great breakdown on the manipulative uh, tactics that people use when they use the five love language uh, book. And I broke that down. I'm going to have to find that and maybe put it on the main channel. Uh, the five love languages is a manipulative uh, book that is catered to female, catered to females. And it is told that it's also caters to males. But oftentimes when a man says, what his love languages is, it's used against him. And then when a woman says what her love languages are, you try to meet her there, but she, you have to meet her there before she tries to meet you on uh, what your love languages are. And oftentimes she uses that as, um, she uses it as a, um, 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 she uses it as a, what do you call it? Leverage. She says, okay, if you're, she says, of course you're a man, your five love languages, your love language is physical touch. Of course. 90% of man's is going to be physical touch. Okay. That's how we're built. But then they'll say, of course they want, like we, what we want gifts. We want words of affirmation. No, we want some peace leave. All right. But then what'll happen is she'll say, well, if you want that, you have to meet me over here on my love language, right? It's a leverage. It's a manipulation tactic. It's another trick. And so a lot of guys, yeah, spoil me. I like to be spoiled. And so a lot of guys who are ignorant blue pilled, they think the wife or a counselor will present or a church pastor will present five love languages to you and then you'll read it. And then it's often you trying to meet her love language that and she'll leverage that so she can try to meet yours every now and then, every now and then. But every now and then when she tries to reach her love language, then she ends up looking uh, like this. Are you serious? I, I, I had a chili dog for lunch. OK, I'm a little bloated. I, I did. If you guys are in the five love languages, just go ahead and end your marriage right now. That's the end of your marriage. <laughs> here we go. Yeah. And that's you. Just go have fun out here with the prostitutes. I got money. Quality time and, and, and words of affirmation are hers. Okay. Um, so I try to, when she does cook dinner, when she does, uh, get dressed up or get dressed. Uh, I try to acknowledge it when, you know, so I, I try to feed her her love language and 
but you see how you've just those two examples when she achieves yeah. and does the right things, then I let her know. She's not your child, brother. She's your wife. And so here's the status of your relationship. Okay. Yeah. And, and I don't want you to mistake me. I know you love this lady and I know that you really want to do this right. And there's a sacred moment when a guy realizes I'm trying to fix this engine in my car and all I have is a wrench and a hammer and these two tools aren't working. Oh, and by the way, she's not an engine in a car, right? And there's a humility, a humbleness, a vulnerability, which is the anti-Marine move, right? It, that's rolling over on your... So basically his advice is to become a simp. I mean, that's basically, this is how successful men marry. Listen, this is what he's telling them. This, this this is what he's about to tell the guy right here. Uh, pull a Denzel Washington right here, right here. There it is, right there. Right here. The secret to a happy marriage: do whatever your wife tells you. Say yes, dear, and breathe. All right. So uh, this is what's this is how men get trapped in successful marriages now. Just do this and do what she wants and do this. Don't put no pressure on her. Just say yes, dear. It's cheaper to keep her. I love you. This is what's here. All right, so let's go in here. On your stomach and on your back and exposing your belly and saying, you could hurt me, hun. But I have to tell you, I'm out of tools and I am going to go learn some new tools. I would love for you to come with me. And she's probably not going to go, man. When's the last time you went and started talking to a counselor on some new tools to help you be a better man, a better husband, a better dad? Uh, I went to a counselor on my own. I mean, COVID had it mobile right um but i talked to a counselor for about three months and i got the advice that she is who she is her past her past actions are going to be her future actions and did you hear that you um, but i talked to a counselor for about three months and i got the advice that she is who she is her past her past actions are going to be her future actions and you've got to come to terms with it or yeah. I, I, Whoa. Now that counselor gave him some red pills. That counselor gave us a red pills. Uh, they, she is who she is. She ain't going to change. Her past actions are going to be her future. This is what I tell you guys. She ain't going nowhere. She ain't got to do nothing. All right. She going to be who she is. Now you're trying to change her and she ain't going to change. Just go ahead and leave her ass. That's the next thing you said. Look, man, she is who she is. But he's trying to say you need to change. You need to change around her, which is going to be a mistake. Get a new counselor. That one sucks. <laughs> <laughs> what did I tell you? He he gave him some red pills. That counselor gave him some red pills, and guess what happened? He was like, nah, nope, nah, get a new counselor. Wow. I got to hear that again. She is counselor on my own i mean covid had it mobile right um but i talked to a counselor for about three months and i got the advice that she is who she is her past her past actions are going to be her future actions and you've got to come to terms with it or yeah I, I get a new counselor that one sucks, <laughs> and that's counselor sucks. yeah Jeez. counselor's terrible counselor's and then, terrible. i mean it's kind of stuck with me but uh, it's that's not that doesn't help Every single person can change, but they hey, can Dostum only change if they have. Hey, don't spam them with my name. Don't spam them with my name. Please don't send them over here.
they are tethered into something bigger and stronger than themselves. And it sounds like your wife is exhausted and detached because all she's been is a series of accomplishments, achievements, failures. She's got to live up to the standards of her Marine husband. And here's the thing. Here's the truth. You know that if fill in the blank, if she got control of her money, if she exercised, if she ate differently, if she fill in the blank, that those things would help her. But she's got to come to those things on her own. And she has to hear those things from somebody that she can actually hear them from. And she's got to be tethered into you for connection, right? She does not need any more information from you. She needs you. So the, the one counselor said to bounce, to check out. Somebody said, I don't want no smoke. No, this is how they go. This is how they do stuff to your channel. Hey, um, because uh, the blue pills are come caping over here. Uh, here's the deal. The counselor told him to leave her. She done. Get out. Save your life. Save yourself. No, this guy says, nope, go back in with your helmet on. Go back in. And so here's what you're going to, I want you to keep this picture. And I've used this image a bunch. I'm going to continue to use it because it works. You guys have a relationship that's 10 plus years old, three kids, right? You're going to have to excavate what you have right now and rebuild something from the floor up. No, 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 no. Guys, that is not going to work. <laughs> Dude. He's giving you the hope strategy. Stop rebuild, Guys, once the spark is gone, biologically, you're done. Everybody's done, man. What is it? Dude, everybody acts like we're supposed to be together forever. This is horrible advice. If it's not working, and just bounce, man. This is just ridiculous, man. What they have you guys do, um, have you in there. Basically, what's going to happen is um, XL Pro Services, shout out to you. Peace and freedom is my goal on a cash app, what they're going to have you do is have her writing the divorce clock out harder. So when she divorces you, you're in 20 years. It's done. It's done. There's no more hope, man. I tell you, man, let's do the rest of these super chats. Don't get stuck in miserable marriages, man. It's not worth it. Trust me, guys, all these marriage counselors and they, you know, the one counselor gave them good advice. Look, man, if she ain't going to do what you need to do, just cut, cut bait right now. Why fight it? Why fight it? This is your one life. You're going to go through your entire life miserable? Man, I mean, your boy Scoop is in the building. Dropping off change. Keep grinding, man. Salute. Shout out to the infamous coach gang. We ride. Appreciate you. Grease Man Texas, here's a tip for singing next time. Rich Rick James. Give it to her what you say. Give it to her what you say. Give it to me. Shout out to Baron Jacob says, quit while you're ahead, coach. No more singing for me. All right. Um, only A says, coach, they over there in Ukraine singing a stranger in Moscow. <laughs> stranger in Moscow. They talking danger. They talking danger, baby. Pause. I love that song, by the way. That's one of the most underrated Michael Jackson songs out there. And L, one more thing about the Michael Jackson is... um. Is um if you ever go to Vegas, go to that Michael Jackson um Cirque du Soleil show. If you're a Michael Jackson fan, even if you're not a fan, I think you'll become a fan of Michael Jackson because you know we grew up in a time where Michael Jackson was overwhelmingly, you know, he was doing weird stuff, and um he was also you know the media was treating him bad, and then he had the allegations. So our 
our our view of Michael Jackson was not really what it should be. And now when you go watch his legendary catalog being performed in certain disarray, you'll appreciate it. If you ever go to Vegas, if you ever go to Vegas and it's open, go to see the Cirque du Soleil Michael Jackson show. Um, anyway, Stranger in Moscow got a cold-ass beat. I love that. How does it feel? How does it feel? I can sing, man. Bill Reed says, do that Marvin Gaye coach. Well, I can't because the Marvin Gaye family will come and sue her brother. So I got to stay clear of that. Senior Oral says, uncle is once divorced with two adult children that have kids. My best friend was a Chad and that girl is aggressive. And I've had the same girl since high school. I got my exit strategy, though. Price is wrong. How, how, old, is, how old are you guys? Yeah, the Mandalay Bay, Sean. The Mandalay Bay Michael Jackson show. That show is unbelievable. Uh, shout out to Senior Oral. How old are you guys? All right. Uh, Mr. Speed, he says, hit her with that Teddy Pendergrass. You got, you got, you got what I need in the building. Dante, the lost boy, hold the line, fellas. These women are going to start using that sweet schoolgirl tactic to get back in the safe zone after eating sweaty meat sandwiches for breakfast and lunch, <laughs> he said. And that's you. Don't budge. I'm wishing you guys to really understand the tactic for today's women. And I told you that yesterday. They're going to come out of this feminism funk. Their Generation Z is already questioning feminism. They don't want no part of it. Actually, I heard um, two high school Gen Z girls. You know, I, I, you know, I was not hanging out with them. You know, I have kids in this age group. And um, they were saying it was so weird to hear these things. That's why I love hanging out with you got to hang out with young people. If you now legally young people. But what I'm saying is you're going to hear stuff about them or you're going to hear stuff that you don't hear from older people. And uh, these two Gen Z girls were complaining about a high school teacher that they had that was a feminist. Okay, so I'm trying to clear it up. So their teacher's a feminist from like the old days. She was like, she's an old lady, an old feminist. And they're they were like destroying feminism. They were destroying it. They was like taking dynamite to it. Nobody cares about none of that stuff and this stuff and that, right? But they can identify that she was an old feminist and she hates men. They were they were killing her. So they don't believe in some of these things that they've been fed about feminism. Feminism. They don't. And they're going opposite of feminism. A lot of them are. Now, some of them have still this crazy ideology in terms of they don't understand that they're following feminism with the trans stuff. That's just an extension of feminism. But so they'll be overly accepting of those situations. And by convenience, they'll become feminists, right? If it convenient, if it conveniences them. But for the most part, a lot of these women are going to start unwinding from that philosophy, especially when they're going to have to go to war. <laughs> Keeping an eye on coach. Hey man, I just I be, you know, but what they're but but they're gonna start unwinding and distancing themselves because they're gonna have to go to war. They're gonna have to get skin in the game. If there's a draft, um equal whites, equal lefts, they they gonna punch a guy and go get cut punched back and they're gonna go to jail and they're gonna be saying, Oh, well, wait a minute. And they're gonna start rolling up to you. Hi. Ladies, is this how I do it? Do I need some fake eyelashes? That's y'all, ladies. Ladies, 
That's how y'all be doing. <laughs> and most of you guys are going to be one succeed away. All she's going to have to do, she's going to swallow your kids one time. She's going to swallow your kids one time, and you're going to be, I was wandering in the rain. <laughs> you're going to be out. I'll marry you. She gonna go. You gonna be like toes curled up. Yo, turtles. Yo, toes gonna curl up. You gonna be like you the first one to swallow my kids. You gonna marry her. Gone. <laughs> then you'll be in court eight years later, like everybody else. And she all had to say, "I'm this. not happy." <laughs> Women are good at this, and they've been doing it on their father from the beginning, manipulating their father, poking their lip out. <laughs> Disheveled, pouty look, holding their breath, <laughs> kicking and screaming, crying. Oh, the dad, okay, princess. If they daddy ain't there, they've been doing it too. Their stepdaddy, <laughs> manipulative as hell. Uh, Christopher J, shout out to you. Speaking my mind says, Coach turned into the Grinch heart to time small, two times small. Yes, I can still love. I could still love, <laughs> but I love me. Ladies, I'm going to tell you, if you're going to come around me, I love me way more than I will love you. I'm just letting you know that right now. I've fallen in love with myself. I can't help falling in love with coach. And I can't help. Falling in love with coach. Yo, I'll never love you the way I love me. And I love me some me. I love me some me. Shit, you'll never, you'll never, you'll never compete with me. <laughs> oh my goodness. I love me some me. So if you ever think I'm gonna fall in love with you, shit, you ain't never gonna catch up to me. <laughs> You better love me more than I love me for me to even get close to love you like I love myself. Mm. <laughs> Shit. Anyway, you better love me good. You better love me tender. You better love me do. Love, love me do. <laughs> you better. Please love me do. You better love me do up in this mug. Anyway, shout out to the coach gang. Anyway, <laughs> step back, maybe kiss myself. Hey, <laughs> I just, <laughs> where we at here? I'm just messing around. Caitlin Ferguson, Coach Greg Adams, you are a true love killer. You and your cold black heart. Yeah, here, right here. Shout out to you. Legend with it. He says, Coach, can you go monk mode with a girlfriend and kids, not so much. No, you cannot. No, 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 no. I mean, because you would have to disappear from the girlfriend. I mean, the kids are good, but the girlfriend, you got to ditch her. You need space from her. Um, you can't grow with the girlfriend. Girlfriends are always going to be pushing on you and, 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 and trying to en encroach is what I call it. Girlfriends encroach on you. 
and they do it as a means of survival. So they'll they'll they, have you guys noticed this? They'll the encroachment is uh you guys know that penalty in football. That's basically when they get into a zone that that's your territory, and then eventually they'll push you back further and further. Like if there somebody's encroaching on you, you either take a heels position or you push back. And so women will encroach. You'll start with them slow and they'll accept the position and then they'll slowly encroach. Hey, I want to come see your extra day or they'll continue to text message you continuously or something like that. If you're not responding, Hey, why are you not responding? Well, let's go back to the original thing. We just friends. Okay. And then they'll eventually say, yeah, but we're a little bit more than friends. We're cool. We're cool. Encroach, 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 encroach. All right. Till all of a sudden she moving in with your ass. You got to stop them from encroaching. He says fishing. So irritating. Yeah. Um, eventually. Oh, you know, I'll be in your neighborhood. Maybe I'll stop by. No, I didn't invite your ass. I didn't invite you. I, I would say next time you're in my neighborhood, let me know. Then I can invite your ass over. Don't say I'm going to plan to be in your neighborhood. So then I'll stop by. What the hell? That's encroachment. You're pushing that, and then out of guilt, I let you come through, and then all of a sudden, now you're here, and I'm pissed off. I like the arrangement we had, and but don't encroach, 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 encroach. You got to watch for encroachment, and men are susceptible to encroachment because all you think about is getting your whistle wet. Okay, that's an extra day I'll get my whistle wet, but you don't realize that was a strategy by her to get in closer and closer to you, right? Now she there an extra day. Now she there. Now you can't run your girls in. Now you can't get no breathing room. Always keep your stuff very much. Like for me, Friday and Saturday morning is important to me. Friday night, Saturday morning. Um, I Because it's the only day that I can sleep in, quote unquote. Like this today, today I had to get up, take my kids to school, do the show. On the weekdays, if my kids aren't here, I get up. Take care of the dog, do the show. Saturday, there's no show and there's no kids that need to go anywhere. Sunday, I get up and I do the member show. So Saturday's my only sleep-in day, technically. So I don't let nobody sleep over on Friday night. No, you got to wait to come see me Saturday afternoon so I can go through my stuff. I can enjoy my day. And me, because I have kids and I have a full work schedule, Saturdays when my kids are not here is my only personal me day. It's the only one that I don't have to do anything. I don't have responsibility to anyone. So if anybody ever encroaches on Friday night, Saturday morning, can I spend the night? No, you cannot. <laughs> it's the only day I get two of those days a month. Every other day, I got to get up and do something. Get up and do something. Get up and take care of these people. Get up and go over here. Those are two days in a month that are completely mine. So you can't have them under no circumstance. You could drop off the best piece of peace leave and spend the night. I don't want you to. So, but, but men who are not, um, who are not powerful enough to control themselves in their schedule, you'll let a woman encroach on those days. No, those are my days. You got to be able to turn down peace leave under every circumstance. If I want peace, quiet, if I want to just lounge, if I want to have no responsibility, I want none of it. And if I say, yeah, okay, come over Saturday afternoon, and I say, well, I'm not feeling it, come over Saturday evening, you got to be cool with that. 
If you ain't cool with that, go kick rocks. I don't give a damn. You replaceable. You know, it is what it is. <laughs> so people always push, push. People push on me all the time for that stuff. And I'm like, no. A man supporting men says it's not cheaper to keep her. Get out. All right. Marcus Need says for the karaoke fun, free agent lifestyle. Yes, indeed. Face Fact says, I'm going there today. Most men get married because they need help with bills, especially in the community. Save yourself, black men. And that's actually true. SYSBM. A lot of guys foolishly will get married or cohabitate because you're broke. <laughs> you know what I mean? The best thing you can do is to get your finances in order as opposed to pair bond because you have a financial goal. That's That goes for men and women, but we're speaking primarily to men because what I'm going to tell you is that the money, the the if you did a final final tally sheet of what you would save by linking up, it ain't that much money. You could find a way to make that money. You can find a way to make that money. Just like the guys that say, man, my girl buys me gifts. What? Okay, write down on a piece of paper every single gift that she has bought you. Write it down. I bet you it don't come up to no more than $2,500. I bet you it don't come up to no more than $2,500 stinking dollars. It ain't worth my damn heart, soul, anger, pulling, put tug and all that. It ain't worth $2,500, gentlemen. Find another freaking job and buy your own shoes and your Jordans and CD players and headphones and MacBooks. It ain't come up to more than $2,500 stinking dollars. And let me tell you something. If you break up with her, she'll have your ass in small claims court over it too, trying to get it back. All right, get the hell out of here. Girls buy me stuff. Man, I'm going to tell you, you got to be the brokest dude to be accepting stuff from girls to, and then still be with her or then try to say, I'm going to keep a relationship going because she's buying me stuff. What stuff? Mm. What does she buy you? A damn Walkman? What does she buy you? <laughs> Some jeans? $80 jeans. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. Please, man, I buy my own jeans and don't even blink. Please, uh, what the, what? It's tax season. She bought me a PS2. Do you see I got an Xbox One X, whatever they call that one? Man, I can buy my own Xboxes and PS4s. I ain't going to be with no chick that I don't like because she buys me stuff. Please. I can't stand when people say that. I'm like, tally up what she bought you. <laughs> what the hell? She bought me some J's. Okay, 200 bucks. <laughs> you can you mean to tell me you're going to stay in a relationship with a woman cuz she spent $200 on you? Fuck out of here. Well, you don't understand cuz girls don't buy you stuff. I don't want them to buy me $200 shoes. Like the whole context of the relationship is going to be based on $200 shoes or less than 2500 bucks. Get the hell out of here. Mm. And I got enough. I'll make go. I'll go make that money. Trust me. <laughs> I'll go make that money back. I don't need no fat woman to buy me stuff to prove I'm a man. Shit out of here. <laughs> she buy me V-Bucks on NBA 2K or whatever the hell. Oh, 
got to be the biggest cockroach out here. Oh, parasite. I hate male parasites. I hate female parasites, but male parasites, you're lower than female parasites. <laughs> There's guys here. No, nah, man, you ain't have game if girls ain't buying you stuff. That's a parasite. Oh, that's Fortnite? Okay, V-Bucks on Fortnite. She let me drive her car. Wow. We're not on the same level. All right, let's continue. Stank Master Flex says, Coach, only boomers and to some degree Gen Xers are doing this multiple marriage and divorce pump and dump cycle. Us millennials aren't even with all that nonsense. And I will agree with you on that. Millennials haven't played that game. All, all, and that's another reason why the divorce rate is going to drop is because the Gen Xers and the baby boomers are going to stop marrying at some point because Gen Xers got married at least twice. Baby boomers got at least married four times. <laughs> Three or four times uh, a baby boomer got married. So once they stop all of this marriage fumble and Gen X put it away, if you're a woman, Gen Xer, Put the peace leave away. Stop parading around here talking about, do I look like my daughter? Throw the damn towel. You're 55. You're at least 48 at this point. Put it away, ma'am. No one wants to marry you get ladies anymore. No one. You're not leveraging it. That, no, listen, Mary J. Blige is old as hell. Okay? Sit y'all's asses down. Stop marrying. Don't, these Gen Xers out here running around here. Oh, uh, maybe I can find my soulmate. <clears throat> Sit down. Throw the towel. <laughs> Throw the damn towel. I'm gonna find me my Prince Charming. I'm gonna find my Boaz. Uh, it, it, it's depressing. And stop messing around with the marital agenda because you're if you get guaranteed. If you get if you Gen Xers get married, you'll be divorced in less than two years. It's almost a guarantee. You'll be divorced in less than two years. So stop it. Pack it up. All right. Shout out to Prince among players. Shout out to you, Metro Retracted. But he has it here. I'm separated from my wife for six years. She was an immigrant on a student visa. We don't have any children and we have a, a prenuptial agreement. I just wanted to be done. I just want to be done with the situation and free to go on my own way. Divorcer. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, the answer is there. Divorcer. She's on the immigrant. She's going to get. Uh, listen, if you stay with her, I know you're separated. Man, just wipe your hands clean of this woman because she's going to get a she's going to get a violence against women's acts against you and you'll be in court. Yeah, man, get done with her. Asriel, shout out to the coach and the coach, uh, and the coach gang hanging, ganging the house shun word. He says here a little contribution to Nova Treat Fund. Last night was fire. My seeking was off the hook. Lots of feet out here. Shout out to the feet pictures here. Feet picture gang in the building. The black blur. Aaron Clary was right. The number one cause of poverty is having children you cannot afford, a.k.a. the community. Mm. Yep. And again, let's do the math one more time. The community will blow a family all the way to smithereens 
for what amounts to $6,000 a year. Now, I don't know what to tell you. You will have your dude wrangled up by the laws, the slave master. <laughs> you will have your and you will have a dude cuff the hell up for six thousand dollars a year and be bragging about it on social media. And brothers, you will have your ass torn up economically for six thousand dollars a year. Isn't it crazy? Dude, just think about it. Because somebody will say, somebody will say this. I'm getting six, I'm getting $500 a month from him. Now to her, she's looking at it from a 30-day perspective. I get 500 extra dollars a month, which to her can make some ends meet, right? She can go get nails or hair done and give $20 to the kid and then call you up and say, Johnny needs karate lessons money and he needs travel basketball money, right? She will still get extra money from you. But the law will give her 500 extra bucks. But it's only $6,000 a year. And you'll blow the whole damn family up for it. You'll restrict, you'll literally restrict the father from access to the kid for $6,000. I think that's how short-sighted the community is. I mean, I'm like, but in her mind, this is how she calculates it. That's $72,000 over the life of the kid. All right. That's $72,000. So let's say, you know, a Supreme Mantis situation and somewhere in the three, four, five-year-old uh, range, she excommunicated you from the family, right? So um, let me see something. Divided by 6,000. That's 12 years. So the kid is somewhere, you know, um, eight, nine, and she'll restrict you from the access. She gets 12 years of child support. She gets $72,000 over 12 years. <laughs> But she thinks I'm getting $73,000 over 12 years. That is, that. <laughs> you can't, you can't talk to the community. I mean, the ignorance is just mind boggling. Tax-free money, but $72,000 over 12 years is not a lot of money. That ain't a lot of money. Okay. Let's say you made $72,000 over 12 years. You'd be pissed off. <laughs> That's literally slavery. You'd be like, hell no, I ain't doing that. That's a, that's a losing proposition. And when you think about it, what does the person have to do to get that money? You have to, you have to implode an entire family. Legacy. You have to almost put the guy in prison. You have to attach him to the slave master. You got to run down to the court. You're going to work for that money. You got to run them down to court. You got to leave nasty voicemails. You got to hire attorneys. Ignorance. I mean, that's plantation ignorance. You can't get any bigger than that type of ignorance. You got to stop the father from seeing the kid. You got to. Uh, call the police if the father drops the kid off late. You go work for that money. You got to take off work. The government has you plantation fools, fool that you're actually finessing and you're finessing your own self. It's ignorant on a high scale. It's plantation politics. 
You'll blow up an entire, I'm, let me tell you, you'll blow up an entire family for $6,000 a year. <laughs> I don't know if you guys will ever connect that. That's how I connect things. It's ignorance. <laughs> but Aaron Clary breaks it down in his book, and shout out to Aaron Clary, a white man willing to put his reputation on a line to go out and expose how ignorant the community is, the communita is. Anyway, you'll got a guy restricting his driver's license, preventing him to move forward as an individual and an employer, preventing him from building wealth for $6,000 a year. Plantation ignorance. <laughs> Somebody says, Coach Ignorant, read U.S. Census Child Support and Mothers and Fathers Report. Do the search. All right. I don't know what I'm ignorant about. What U.S. Census Child Support and Mothers and Fathers Report. What, what is the ignorant? Oh, I know who you are. So anyway, we're going to put you on timeout. We're going to hide you. He's a, he's a troll. All right. Shout out to Aaron Clary. Uh, nice something says, if only, he says, I'm, I'll only marry if she's a millionaire. Don't sign up to be an ATM for women. Not in the modern age, no. Not in the modern age, no. It's a finesse. In the past age, it was decent. In today's age, it's dumb. RPM coach, shout out to the coach gang, new member of the coach gang. He says, started a basic, brutally honest seeking profile today. It's crazy just how many notifications are popping up. I've even got a view from Kiev, New uh, Ukraine. Shout out to RPM. You, got, you guys are going to get, uh, anybody that goes over there, you're going to get a new view of the world. You're going to get a whole new view of the world. It is like, you're going to go, oh, man, it's worse than I thought. And it's sad. You know what I mean? You're like, for, for people who thought it was bad, when you, go, when you go to seeking, you're going to the dark side. And the ladies will get quiet on you because when I start calling that out, I don't get no problems from women. Like, I don't get no problems from women saying, no, that's not true. Where are you meeting these girls? Once you go to the dark side, you're going to go. Oof. It's worse than I thought. It's the dark side. It is the black market. It's like going to the underbelly of the world. And when you go to the underbelly of the world and you start seeing familiar faces, you start seeing the girl that you saw at Starbucks, you've seen the girl at the university and the junior college, you saw your bank teller there. You saw teachers there. You're like, what? How long have you been in the other belly, in the belly of the beast? <laughs> it shows you how you thought you were red-pilled until you crossed into the dark side. Now you're going, oh, these women were really down here leeching. Michael Frantitoro says, I don't believe Michael Jackson was a child. You know what? Rather, he was too powerful and the powers that be. Um, started to fear him and his influence, and uh, should he step out of line, what I think he was about to, well, um, let me see, what does it say here? Well, he owned the, he owned the Sony, he owned a lot of the masters, Not a, he, he owned a big Sony catalog, so people are going to line up a, a theory there, right? And uh, same thing as Bill Cosby, he was gaining some power. He owned a major catalog, so that has to be considered in the whole grand scheme of things, right? 
So those, and he was, and before he actually got caught up in a lot of those things, he was actually starting to reveal those things. And uh, then they had to pull him down. You know what I mean? It is what it is. But I don't, I'm not saying he didn't touch kids. But what I'm saying is a lot of times, like the Jeffrey Epstein, you deal with these people and then you set these people up or you allow these people to do things that are going to hurt them. And then they use that against you. So that's kind of what happens, right? They're like, hey, you know, uh, you want to speak out on me? Well, I'll tell them about the stuff we saw you doing all these years. I think it was a little bit of both. It was a little bit of both. J Michael Jackson was reckless. They let he, those people saw him doing those reckless things. I don't know what he was doing, but he wasn't doing things on the up and up. They saw him doing it. And then when he tried to pull their card, they pulled his card. Pr pretty much. That's all it is. And so when you're on your rise, this is what I advise men. You're on your rise. Don't do dirty stuff. Don't let them see you snorting coke. <laughs> you know what I mean? When they give you hookers and they let say, hey, have all the hookers you want. You got to be going. When they invite you to that eyes wide shut party, you got to be like, oh, I'm in the wrong place. When they invite you to uh, Lolita Island or Lolita Express and you like, I'm going to do this because I, this, I'm going to get away with it. Just know they're recording you. They're taking pictures of you. They got a log of you. And then as soon as you want to pull their whole card, they're going to pull your whole card. So stop and think about that. When you're riding to the top, same thing as them people that be uh, banana up the tailpipe pirates. Those people will let you get to the top and then they'll be like, here, put the banana in the tailpipe. And you're like, nah. And they're going to say, hey, you don't you want to get to the top? Well, if, you know, you, you don't have to I, you don't have to let me put the banana up your tailpipe. But, you know, it's all the same in the dark. Park it right here. And you go. <laughs> well. And then they got you. They're going to pull your whole car. Pause on everything that I said. Pause, 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 pause. But that's what happens in that industry. For you guys that want to be industry rich and famous and you want to blow up on YouTube, you might have to park it. Pause. You might have to be willing to park it. That's how it works. I know you wish it didn't work that way, but that's how it works. If it ain't that, it's then it's with uh, trafficking women, drugs, you name it. Everybody's got to know that's how it works. Casting couch for women, banana tailpipe for men, young girls, young, young, young girls for, for men, and they get you in a situation, they got you trapped. So you got to be like, it's the, it's really making a deal with the devil. <laughs> this is all alleged, by the way. This is all alleged. I don't have any 100% evidence of this information. <laughs> and to truth be told, the Me Too movement would have been 10 times bigger if they would have let the men speak out about what the stuff they were going through. And this is all pause and alleged too. But the men was like this. <laughs> Remember a couple of dudes tried to come out. A, a couple of men tried to come out and say they was got me too. And guess what happened? This is all hypothetical, right? This is all. 
this is what happens when the guy blows up and you're like, why are they famous? They might have let somebody park it there. Who knows? This is all alleged. This is all fantasy. This show is based off. This show is based off of, you know, uh, comedy. This is a comedy show. <laughs> Anybody that becomes famous out of nowhere. Sometimes. <laughs> yeah, Corey Feldman tried to talk and then they was like quiet on his ass. Anyway, this is an edutainment show. Nice. Something says only date women with money, only marry men, women with money. He says women who are uh, who financially invested will only marry for love. Broke women marry for money. Well, the problem with that theory is most younger women don't have money. So you're stuck marrying women that divorced their husband and got their husband's money at 50. What woman has money? This is going to be a very small group of women. Right. So not many women under the age of 46 are going to have money. That's my opinion on that. Daniel McGee, the marriage will is undefeated and absolutely correct. I'm on step three, but I got leverage, so I'm good. All right, so he's at the bait and switch, and he's got some leverage. Shout out to you, Mark V. Appreciate you, sir, for being here. Uh, Dustin Gonzalez, that Dr. John video exactly is exactly what I'm talking about from the superior man book. You have to give her joy, not correct her. Yep. And so the woman knows that the woman knows that I don't want to be corrected. So instead of correcting me and making and getting me to do what you want, I, I just, just give me joy. No, 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 I'm going to correct you. Marty W says for the Ukrainian bride fire sale out here. Oh, I can't wait. I'm going to be out here full participation, ladies. Come on. I know they I know they got pretty feet, too, do they? Here you go. Come on over, ladies. Come on over. Come on over, baby. You're going to see me hemmed up when they start coming over. Come on, lady. I got a bench right here, the bench. <laughs> the sister's mad at me. See? You only like white women. No, 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 no. That's not it. Sisters, y'all want a bench too? All right, shout out to the, uh, let me see here. Nice something says, when a woman asks what you do for work, brothers run, she's looking for help. I call those low frequency women or shoppers. All right, a woman should not be asking you what you do for work, especially within the first two or three questions. I mean, she's low frequency at best. At worst, she's a shopper. She's shopping for men. The woman should have some sort of other conversation skills other than in the first two questions asking you what you do for work. That is an invasive question. That's almost asking you what you do for salary. Now, we know women are uh, sneaky. Even if you give them an address, they'll be on Zillow. They Google everything. They'll kind of try to get your a photo of you Send me a picture of your face so they can line that shit up on a face uh, uh, identifier app. I had a woman doing that, an old clever little white woman. She was like, send me a picture of your face. I knew what was up. So I literally sent her a picture of my face with sunglasses on. Oh, send me one without sunglasses or send me one. And then she was like, send me one with your face centered square. 
straight to the camera. Because then I sent the one with an angle like this. <laughs> Send me one with your face centered, shoulder centered, like a DMV photo. Oh, hell no. Mm. You know what I mean? They sneaky like that. Slimy as hell. <laughs> and so they want to run that shit on some little software they got so they can get your real name, your number, run a background check on your ass. When you tell them where you work, they be on, uh, what's that website? Um, They be on the website, the salary website. Job salary website. I can't remember what it's called. Where they, uh, let me see if I can pull it up. It's um not indeed. Oh, Glassdoor. They be on Glassdoor with your website, with your job title. What do you do? How long you been working there? Then they go on Glassdoor. <laughs> they be on Glassdoor, punch it in there right here. Let me tell you what they do. I'm gonna show you. They go on Glassdoor right here. They be in here going uh salaries, job title. Here we go, salary calculator. <laughs> All right, they go on the glass door. They sneaky, man. They slimy. They go on Indeed. I'm, I'm just letting you know what they do. Hey, I want to stop by. I'll come meet you at your place. What's your address? You give them your address. one 900 9025th Avenue. They go straight to Zillow. Zillow.com. Here I come. Zillow.com. And then they go in there and they punch your address in. <laughs> they go in there. Punch it in, and then they see, do you own the house? Do you rent? Then they go to Google Maps. They go to Google Maps. Open that whole damn thing up. Punch your address in and zoom in right to your place. Oh, let me see. Oh, hell no. Look at that industrial-ass building. Oh, look at that shack. So I'm, te- I'm telling you, when you're, when, when you're giving them information, they're using it to investigate on your ass. Hey, do you have an IG? Now, what do you think they want to do with the damn IG? They going to investigate you. I had a woman that knew I did this content. She just couldn't remember my name. She kept asking me, oh, I want to see one of your videos. I want to see, I want to see, I want to see, I want to see. And I kept telling her, nope, 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 nope. <laughs> All right. And then one time I gave her a little bit of hint. Like I gave her, I dropped a little bit and I knew I was like, oh, I told her too much. And then, sure enough, she picked her phone up right away and went right to Instagram with the little bit of information I gave her. I saw her doing like this. And then I came over and walked towards her because she was in my place, right? So she could see all of this. But she couldn't remember the name and all that stuff. And I gave her a little bit. She went right to Instagram. And she tried to pull it up. And I went over to look. And I said, what you doing? I was like, I see you on Instagram, huh? And she was like, typing it in. Typing in the little bit of information I gave her. So she can do what? Investigate, 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 bruh. She said, insert Kermit typing here. Guys, I have women down to a science. I have women down to a science. I know everything they ask you is for investigative purposes. It's not for interest. Never think they're interested in you. They're doing it. So they can be CSI Miami on your ass. He says, and you can tell by how 
uh, ask weird questions out of the blue. Yep, out of the blue. Yep. Well, you know, I just want to see. Oh, I just I'm just interested. How do you think I'm supposed to get to know you? No, you're investigating me. And then you'll pull my salary up on Indeed. You'll pull my, my LinkedIn. You'll pull up my whole damn resume. So this is what you're doing when you're dealing with them, just to let you know. Uh, the rarest diamond, shout out to you. Mark V says, Coach, uh, been watching you for months now and enjoying my four-bedroom home in peace and quiet, making money on the market, and got the junior college girls coming through tonight. Free agent for life. Get your money up, man. I got money. All right. Uh, shout out to uh, Jason Ward. Appreciate you, sir. A Jedi. 07 says, he says, I know C, wait, I know C after watching your show, or no, I know soon after watching your show that men are mentally the weaker than women, and most men won't and can't do anything about it, and women know this. Uh, hopefully, you can save some. I have. He says, have a great weekend on the coast. Thank you, sir. And this is true. We're weaker because um, we see the best in women. We want to see the best in women. We want to see the best in women. And we we assume, like, I have sisters and I have a lot of female relatives and I've worked with women for many years. Um, I know there's no best in women. I look at them as human beings. And I give you all that equality. I can give you equality like the best of them because I've supervised women for many years. And I'm looking at you. I'm like, boy, you guys are deceptive. You guys play games. You know what I mean? And it is what it is because you're allowed to. It's nothing wrong with you, but I know how to deal with you. Every now and then I'll get caught sleeping. But most men want to see the best in women. We want to see the sugar and spice and everything nice. We want to act like this one won't do it. Uh, this one, not my girl, coach. But 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 if I actually examined your relationship, I will show you. You beta as hell in your relationship. You super duper beta to make it work. You're super beta. In order for you to have a woman that says she has a successful relationship, you have to be super duper beta. But you won't even admit. You won't even admit it. You have to literally. <laughs> you have to literally. Let her manipulate you at every avenue um, possible for her to be happy. And then as soon as you tighten up the ship, this is what's going to happen. I'm not happy. <laughs> Shout out to James on the cash app. I got you already. In order for you to tighten the ship, she's going to run. She's going to be like. So any man that says I'm in a successful relationship. Most times than not, he's in beta mode. He's not. No, 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 no. Let me take that back. Let me take that back. That, that's not quite right. Most men who say think his woman is happy, right? He, I, I'm, I make my woman happy. I'm keeping her in line. That's what I'm. That's what I mean to say. That man overwhelmingly will have beta tendencies in his relationship. Every now and then you'll have a masculine frame type guy, right? But it'll be this, basically the Denzel Washington quote right here. Right there. That, that's what it'll be. And he'll say, man, I got a happy marriage. My wife is good. I don't bother her. I let her do what she wants. She can spend the credit card bill. I don't say nothing. I just pack it in. I just accept it. Whatever. You'll have beta tendencies in your relationship. It's the only way. That is the model of a successful relationship. In, in America, 
in America. That's the model of a successful relationship. Dad, what are you doing? Playing the ring game that he made, which is okay with me. Cause he could definitely be fucking bitches right now. And he's playing a ring game in the kitchen. Leave my man. So that woman is an alpha widow. That woman grew up with Lil Puppet and Hector and Ramon Martinez. Wasn't that a picture from the Dodgers? Fernando. All right, she grew up. So she knows. I want you to listen to what she says. She knows exactly what he could be doing. But she knows she got it good. She was like, he could be because the men in my past used to do that to me. And I wasn't happy. I'm not happy. But then she said, <laughs> he's too stupid to realize that. And he over there playing a ring game. Leave him alone because I'm winning. Dad, what are you doing? Playing the ring game that he made, which is okay with me. Because he could definitely be fucking bitches right now. And he's playing a ring game in the kitchen. Leave my man. Yep. She's been kicking it with Joker and Lil Puppet and uh, all of them. <laughs> so I want you to hear what, what people are saying. You got to understand it in our world. And I want you to hear the opposite. Watch the hop opposite. When a woman that's opposite of that and a guy that don't let her get no leverage, this is what she said. Man. If he loves you, he's going to understand it. But if you playing with a nigga who already got options, coochie game's not going to work. Mm -mm. What will work with a guy who has so many options? Nothing. Do you see the difference? A man with options and or leverage, nothing works. A man that doesn't understand he has leverage or a guy that doesn't have options, you playing the ring game. A guy that thinks he's found his treasure and he stuck it out for being the nice guy. That's you. And that's you. Um, and here's a secret that many guys don't know, especially in today's day and age, is that women love nice guys. <laughs> we may not understand how much we love and appreciate them until we're a little older. Um, and we've gotten that sort of asshole phase out of our systems. Uh, I'd say by our late 20s, early, early 30s is uh, the point in our lives when we're just exhausted by the jerks and we have no time in our lives anymore for them. So we really start looking for men who uh, we know will be great long-term partners, AKA nice guys, right? And that's you. And I want you guys to understand, don't get it twisted. These women know this from a very young age. They know it from the first time you chased them around the playground and you got a little bit of sniff of that thing. Before they even knew how important that thing was, they probably didn't even touch it. They don't want to do it. They was like, whoa, this thing funky. They didn't even wash up or nothing. They didn't apply makeup to their face. They didn't even comb their hair. They would just run outside. Until they saw you sniffing. And they was like, this? Is, is this what you want? You mean you want this? This is what young girls figure out. This? This thing? And y'all, 
and watch. When they figure it out, this is what they start talking about. What's the best thing about being a woman? Probably having kids. Definitely having an ass. Because <laughs> they're your room and you like, you calm down. It's like stress relieving. Yeah. I feel like if a cop like pulls you over or pulls you up or something, then you can just like cry and look pretty. Um, and I think the best thing about being a woman is that pussy is globally accepted as a form of payment. Wow. So when they figure out you want that stank thing, <laughs> when they figure that out, they go, oh, we got this stupid dude wrapped around my finger. I don't have to do nothing but parade this thing around. And it turns into gold for them. Like you, you got to parade money around that you earn. All they got to do is go, we got the gold right between our legs. And y'all go, <laughs> when they figure it out. And when they figure it out, what do they start doing? Showing off their little body, displaying it, leveraging it, using the barter out of things, getting dates, getting attention. They start leveraging that shit like crazy. So believe me, you guys think women are ignorant. Dude, they are very savvy. I want you to stop thinking of women for being ignorant and dumb and delusional. No. You, as men, are the ones who are ignorant, dumb, and delusional. Because every time you find one who actually is going to manipulate you longer, you're like, not me, coach. I got the one. I got the one that hasn't never leveraged her peace leave. She never bartered it. She never traded it. She never manipulated anybody for it. And she will never do that for me. <laughs> it's you guys that fall into that category. You think that the girl hasn't figured it out yet. What do I say? Anyway, anyway. And the guys that figure it out earlier are the Chad Tyrones who get them at their highest value and they pay, they get nothing for it. They have to give up nothing for it. All they have to do is be. And then you get them at the end. And that's you. Shout out to, uh, where are we at? Rational, irrational app. Irrationality listening in from the junior college parking lot. By the way, that's got to be a nice view. That's the best parking lot in the damn world. Shaquille says, stop acting like a bitch. I'll crush you. I'll... He says, stop acting like a bitch. I'll crush you. Natasha crush. In a sexy, deep Eastern European accent, deep voice and all. I'd be scared of them women, man. Arch Stanton says uh, another reason to stay away from divorce snow cows. They just pulled their divorce decree from the courthouse. Oh, just pulled their divorce decree from the courthouse. Yeah, you'll see all the games. You'll see all the games that they played, and then they'll bat. They won't. They'll act like they didn't do no wrong. And he did this. He did that. You'll see. A and A Radio women don't want us to consume this content because they know it makes us aware of their manipulation. Once we make ourselves better, they lose power. It's yes, it is the it is the power position. You put yourself in a power position. All you have to admit is every woman dealing with you is manipulating you. Now, manipulation is not inherently bad. Manipulation is everyone's manipulating you. A stranger who's trying to sell you something is manipulating you. Someone walks up to the street uh, up, up on you, and you're a male, and a male walks up to you. Hey, man, what's going on? Immediately, your spotty senses will tingle. You'll be like, what? 
Yeah, I'm good, man. What? Yo, what's your name, man? What you need to know my name for? You'd immediately go defensive. But now you're walking down the street and a woman comes up to you. She bats her eye. She pulls her hair back. She looks at you. She looks down coy. Hi. Now your dumb ass, all the spidey senses done left your building. Nothing built. Now you are, oh, I got game. What's up, baby girl? How you doing, baby? Yeah. Oh, I see you guys got the, you got the summer dress on. You got your sandals on, pretty toes out. Hey, baby, what's your name? Oh, and you start giving up the ghost. My name is Derek. My name is Gerard, and then you start giving up the ghost. No, your spidey senses a tingle immediately. What the hell does this broad want from me? And what does she see in me that makes her that makes her interested in me? Yeah, she starts disarming your ass. No, she starts taking information from you. You start telling her your whole life story and your social security number and your damn first, second, and third password question. It's manipulation. There's a there's something she sees in you. Either it's attraction, she sees you as a gump, a, a, a mark. Who knows? But you're gonna be like, oh, this girl's mine. She would never do that. She would never look do no. It is what it is. Now it's your job to figure out what it is that she's want what she wants. Just like if it was a man, a person of your same gender doing the exact same thing. What does this person want from me? And one more thing. Salami ain't enough. Never say she want this pipe. Guys, she could just want that pipe, but she has access to pipe before she met you. So it's not just salami that she wants. Now, she might see you as the, the reason why she wants salami right now. You're the mark. Come on, man. It's all manipulation. It's inherent to what it is. It doesn't make her evil. It just makes her a survivor. And once you go out in the world, you start figuring out real quick. And you can see it coming a mile away. Because every woman that doesn't approach you or give you any choosing signals, what the hell does she do? She ignores your ass. She will walk past you like you weren't even alive and breathing the same oxygen as you. Hence, she wants nothing from you and she sees nothing of value from you. Hence, she established no contact with you. She sees no reason to manipulate you. It's plain and simple. It's the same as if she saw me and she wasn't interested. Then I hopped into 9-11 and then she started looking. What happened? Did I get better looking overnight? Did I get better looking in those moments? No. Now she sees manipulation. Hey, I'm interested in you now. You see what I mean? Anyway, I'm, I'm tired of teaching here. Uh, the rarest diamond says, that's right. 304s are the best manipulators. He says he got scammed out of 10 bands and got nothing but some old dried up kitty. And imagine they keep leveraging and selling that kitty, that same thing. <laughs> you think you're getting something from me. Guys, the only thing, the only win to me sexually from men, for, from male to female is if you get the virgin. Everything else, she didn't sold and resold. <laughs> She then sold and resold and leveraged and, and, and used it as entry into clubs and used it to get backstage concert tickets and got it to pay cell phone bills and got it to get somebody to marry her. Come on, man. She didn't use and sold and resold that thing so many times, please. Shout out to you. Got scammed out of Tim Bizans. I hope it didn't hurt you, brothers. 
conservative troll coach after training day after the training day movie always thought denzel had masculine frame over women he's been gumping all this time lol price is wrong for denzel all right majestic j42 did you hear about the two black women that beat and shot a fast food worker over a three dollar burger in wisconsin more and more women are going to prison I didn't hear that story. Was it in Milwaukee? Then it would not surprise me at all. All right, Milwaukee is is the walking dead. All right, for for a lot of people in that community. I I suggest. I mean, I know a lot of people from that community. I have a history with that community. And Milwaukee is a cesspool. I mean, they let y'all go out there and do anything. They got y'all cornered somewhere between 25th and Burleigh and 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 26th in Wells or whatever the hell, name it, name a street. They got y'all cornered in there in the North Division, letting y'all do whatever, fornicate, impregnate, letting y'all destroy y'all own community and family. The whole damn town got zero value in there. I can buy a house for $2 in Milwaukee. All right. They letting you guys go out there, all you GDs and vice lords. They just, I wouldn't touch a person if they came out of Milwaukee. A, a female? If a female told me she came from Milwaukee, I would. Gone. I would not deal with any female from Milwaukee. All right. And so a lot of them are hoodsters. You know what I mean? They do stuff like that. Shoot up and bang up people. And they probably got two kids, eight different daddies. All right. (laughs) It's a bad, bad place. It's a bad place. I tell you, you young brothers, if you live there, get the hell out of there. And if you ever bragged about you getting girls and I know you live in Milwaukee, I'm like. <laughs> he said Milwaukee's still better than Baltimore. Wauwatosa, ABL said Wauwatosa. Yeah, do any of those areas do? I'm the, do hell no. Stay away from anybody from South eastern wisconsin stay away if they mention anywhere near lake michigan stay away from them (laughs) stay away it's crazy can't be worse than memphis shout out to the 414 yeah memphis cleveland baltimore if if any girl comes Anywhere near me, and they say they from Baltimore, Cleveland. We'll we'll end the show. Shout out to ABL. We'll end the show. Let me see here. Was that the last super chat? We got a couple more. Because I got to get out of here. Uh, Baltimore, Cleveland, Milwaukee, the Bronx, Chicago. I have Atlanta on my list. I stay away from Atlanta. Um, it may not be on your list. Atlanta's out. Trying to think here. Any more cities that I stay away from? Las Vegas. I'm skeptical on Phoenix. You got to be from outskirts of Phoenix. Uh, Let's see here. Portland. Portland, Oregon. I'm out. Trying to think here. Gary, Indiana or Naptown, Indianapolis. I'm out. Uh, Let's see here. Trying to think. (laughs) Newark, New Jersey. Trenton, New Jersey. Rochester, New York. Rochester, New York. Newark, New York. Philadelphia out. <laughs> Philadelphia, I will probably. Oh, Bridgeport, Connecticut, gone. Yeah, Bridgeport, I'm out. <laughs> Bridgeport for show. Let me see here. 
The Brooklyn, Brooklyn, maybe not. Somebody said Phoenix. Yeah, kind of Phoenix. Phoenix somewhere else. Phoenix is up. Queens, I'm going to be okay with some parts of Queens. Most places in New Jersey, except central New Jersey. I'm out. East Coast, period. Somebody says, I need that list. Maybe we'll do that. Boston? New Orleans? New Orleans might be on that. Some Scottsdale, yeah. ABL got it. Phoenix out, but Scottsdale in. Yeah, Scottsdale past Scottsdale going uh, east in. Uh, surprise surprise to Phoenix out. Shreveport, maybe, but New Orleans, yeah. Anybody from Arkansas, the whole state, Arkansas is out. Oh, yeah, Watts, Inglewood, anywhere in the South Bay, Torrance, Inglewood, Carson, Artesia. Cerritos, <laughs> Southgate, South Central, Watts, all, all, automatically out. Almost everybody from Oklahoma's out. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you. Oh, Mississippi. Mississippi, Tupelo, Jackson, Meridian, out. <laughs> St. Louis, St. Louis, out. All right, yeah, we got us a whole bunch of people. Hawthorne, out. Hawthorne, you say you're from Hawthorne, out of here. Alabama, I'm I'm mixed. We have to do the next show. Maybe today we'll do a show, a call-in show, and we'll do what's best. Albuquerque? I know some fine chicks from Albuquerque. Yeah? Albuquerque is slept on, but it is kind of, it's a mess. Our call-in show, we'll do uh, cities to state, which women not to date from what cities. <laughs> Let me do the last super chats and bounce. Uh, ACDC today, I got a I I got a calling, or I got a calling from what seemed like a debt collector asking for my ex girlfriend. I denied even knowing her. How do they have my info? They put that on there, bro. All right, she put it on there. King Chris, keep preaching, coach. Just got paid and paid myself first. Living the free agent lifestyle. Guys, invest in yourself. Hit me with the... I got money. Baton Rouge is kind of... Baton Rouge, there's a good side of Baton Rouge on airline highway. It depends on what side of airline highway you're on. So it's... it's Baton Rouge is good and bad. I got some good ones from Baton Rouge, but I got some bad ones too. The AB Network guy, thanks for the great work you do. Appreciate you. We'll have fun later. A man supporting men. When I was in the fifth grade in Richmond, Virginia, a girl in my class had grown up. He, she had grown up titties. Is that what you're saying? He says, I just know she has a lot of kids now. I tried to find her on Facebook. Oh, yeah. So they girls who develop fast, unfortunately, do get picked up first and get knocked up first. Stank Master Flex. Coach, put some respect on Jacksonville. It's not as run down. The South Side is nice. And the next country over the next county over has some of the best schools nationwide. Um, Warhammer. Warhammer, let's let us know about Jacksonville. Jacksonville, again, I always admit it. That was the one city in Florida I've never been in of the major cities. So I can't speak for Jacksonville. Uh, shout out to you. Detroit, yes. Detroit is on the list of no-go zone for sure. In many places in Florida, for sure. All right. Florida for sure. Uh Orlando. Sorry, Virginia has some good places. 
I've I've been to a lot of good places in Virginia, so I can't name any bad ones. I've been to Richmond. I've been all over Virginia, and I thought it was pretty nice. Nashville, Nashville is a cock carousel. All right, I got to bounce, guys. Appreciate y'all for being here. See y'all later in the call-in show. Have your cities ready. Have your cities ready. We're going to go in, and no disrespect to anybody from these cities, man. We're just going to have some fun. Shout out to the coach gang, and we'll leave you with Kaylee. Hi, my name is Kaylee. I'm a blonde. I have no tips. I make boys fall in love with me. They always throwing fits. I like being single. No, I've never been cuffed. These boys want our relationship, but I'm just trying to 